we believe every person has the right to realize all that is possible for their future. Are you someone who is near retirement, who has been diligent about accumulating wealth and is now navigating the what's next heading into the next chapter of your life? Welcome to the Dream Architect Life Podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. In this podcast, we aim to help shift your focus to the things you can control so you can put your money to work in turning your dreams into reality. Through our trademarked process, The Dream Architect, we make wealth planning fun, informative, and enjoyable. Join us on this journey where Brian and Brittany will explore how you can eliminate your limiting beliefs in the pursuit of all that's possible. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Dream Architect Life Podcast. Today I have with me a guest that we have been so darn excited to bring to you. So today I've got Gary Sanchez. Gary is an international speaker, author, dentist, and inventor who figured out why. He's best known for discovering the nine whys, developing the why.os, which is the why operating system, founder of the Y Institute and creating the world's first Y discovery tool to help people accurately and quickly discover their why in under five minutes. Dr. Sanchez's personal journey takes him from successful dentist to Y obsessed to helping hundreds of thousands discover their why to creating software to impact one billion people. Yes, a billion. You heard that right. In 2021, Y Institute launched the Y.OS Discovery, which discovers your why, how, and what, and creates your personal brand message for you. We are so excited to bring Gary to you today to think about your future, to think about your next chapter and what might be your why. Let's get to it. Welcome, Gary. I am so excited to have you here with us today. This is going to be fun, Brittany. I've been looking forward to this. Oh, I have too. So Gary, obviously we've heard your formal bio, but talk to me a little bit about why did you get into the why space? What what was your path? What led you to this point? Well, I can tell you for sure, Brittany, that it isn't something that I planned. I don't know if you've seen that uh, Steve Jobs commencement speech at Stanford. One of the things he talks about in there is you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back, right? You, you can't tell why something happens to you now looking forward, but when you get past it and you look back, you say, oh, okay, that's why that happened. And man, I was a dentist, like you mentioned. And when I got out of dental school in 1988, the advice that I was given from the gurus of that time was build a great product and people will come right? Go out and do the best job you can do. And people will naturally and mysteriously find out about you. And I'm mm -hmm. sure you've probably heard that same thing as, and a lot of your listeners have too. So I did that. I spent 20 years getting to the highest levels you could get to in dentistry, buying a beautiful practice, having all the technology, training my team. I really did have a great product, but I blended in with everybody else who said, yeah, I'm a dentist too. Right. I'm a, and it was so infuriating for me because somebody right out of school, 
it was people had a hard time distinguishing between them and me with all this time and energy and money and effort that I'd put into it. And I became very disillusioned. I was, I was ready to give up. And then I went out and I hired a coach. I hired a guy by the name of John Asraf. If you've ever seen the movie, The Secret, you probably know who he is. And through him, I learned how to use the internet. I learned how to do websites, drip campaigns, SEO, all that stuff so that I could get my message out to the world. So Brittany, now I'm, I, I'm able to tell everybody about myself through the, through the internet, but the only problem was, what am I going to say? Right? Mm. What am I going to say that separates me from everyone else who says they're a dentist too? Or what are your listeners going to say that separates them from everybody else who does what they do? So since I didn't know, I just stayed quiet. Till one day I heard John Asaraf interview Simon Sinek. And I heard about this concept of why, right? I'm sure you've seen the book, read the book, watched the TED Talk. It's the number two, I think, most watched TED Talk of all time. But really what he talks about is uh, everybody knows what they do. Some know how they do it, but very few know why they do what they do. And by why, we mean what's your purpose, what's your cause, what's your belief. And it's the inspiring companies like Apple, Southwest Airlines, Harley-Davidson that start with why then tell you how they do what they do. And lastly, what it is they do that connects to your brain in a completely different way that allows you to make a decision because it feels right. And so when I heard that, I was like, man, that's what I'm missing. I got a great what, but I don't know my why. So I became obsessed with discovering my why. And that's when I called Simon. I said, Simon, you need to help me discover my why. And he and I spent about eight months together going back through my life, looking for clues. He didn't really have a process at that time. And so once I finally figured out my why, which is the same as your why, which is to find a better way and share it, my life made so much sense to me. I've got lots of patents and products and inventions that are all better ways of doing things. So I took what I learned from John Asraf, what I learned from Simon Sinek, created this whyification process, applied it to my practice. We stopped talking about what we do, start talking about why we do it, and my practice took off. And so then I started getting calls from other dentists saying, hey, I need you to help me do what you did. So I started helping dentists. I, I helped a couple hundred dentists and then a couple hundred chiropractors and lawyers and the businesses kept getting bigger and bigger. But through that process, I helped thousands of people discover their why for free. Since, since my why is to find a better way and share it, I went back and figured out what Simon was trying to do and I made it better, quicker, easier, clearer. So I could help someone discover their why in about an hour. And I did all these why discoveries for free. And then I started to notice patterns and trends and similarities and figured out there's only nine different whys. And once I figured out there was nine whys, then I could help someone discover their why in about 20 minutes. Then I could teach other people to do this. Then I could get more data. Then I created the software that that you've used and, and, and hundreds of thousands of people have used that now discovers your why, your how and your what and creates your message for you. So that was a very long answer to a very short question. So Hopefully that kind of brings everybody up to speed and then we can go from here. Well, for our listeners, if you can't tell, <laughs> Mr. Gary's energy is contagious. Uh, this is what drew us to, to, to really look at his platform in the first place is that the difference you're making, Gary, and how you're helping people is, is so 
darn meaningful and so obvious. So, you know, one of the things that, or one of the reasons that we love having conversations with people like you on this podcast is that we're constantly having conversations with, with clients and prospective clients about that next chapter that, you know, they, they've had this sense of accomplishment, success. Uh, they've reached a certain level, similar to your story where you've kind of done everything you can within the industry that you've known for so long. And now they're looking at the next chapter and they're looking at, you know, what's ahead of them and and who am I and what am I going to be kind of that, you know, what am I going to be when I grow up mantra? Gary, I'd be curious to know if somebody were to take, you know, the why assessment, if they were to do it at the point of transition, like let's just say retirement and retiring, not by traditional sense, but more so in moving from one thing to another, would that result be any different than if they took it at an earlier part in their career or an even later part in their life? Is there a difference in timing there? Great question, Brittany. And, and I don't think there is. I I don't have enough data yet to know, but what I've seen so far in the last 12 years is that the why stays stable. It stays the same. Sometimes maybe your how and your what can change. But your why, if you think back to where, okay, let's use you as an example, because I want your listeners to get to know you from the perspective of your why, your how, and your what. So we call it your YOS, your why operating system. That's your why, why you do what you do, how you bring that to life, and what other people can count on from you. And so if you're trying to figure out who you are, and you'll know who you are when you can say it. The first step in self-awareness is discovering your YOS, your why, how, and what. So Brittany has been through this. She's been trained on this, but her why is like me to find a better way. How she does that is by making things clear and understandable. And ultimately what she brings is a way to contribute, add add value, and have an impact in people's lives. So for her, for Brittany, it's got to be better. It's got to be clear, and it's got to have an impact for people for her to want to be involved with it. And so I bet if we looked at your life, Brittany, and I asked your mother or your father, I said, has Brittany always been about somebody that has, has Brittany always been about finding better ways to do things? Has she always been kind of unsettled and never really satisfied, always trying to find ways to make things better? What would uh, your family members say about you? They would say most definitely yes. Actually, if you ask my <laughs> husband, he'd probably know even more. So I'm always on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's a better way thing. Me, me as well, right? It was, we're always looking to improve things, always wanting to find something that's better, You know, kind of the shiny penny type thing, uh, which is hard for us to turn off. I mean, we really can't. Because that's what our that that excites us, right? Do you have energy for finding better ways to do things? Absolutely. Could you do it all day, every day? Yes. Yes. And if I took you and stuck you into a cubicle where you did the same thing every day, how would that work for you? It, it doesn't work well. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you would go crazy, right? Yes. Uh huh. And so I, that's you've. You know, since you were a little kid, I'm sure. And it's the same thing for me. I get asked this question a lot. Whenever I speak at events around the world, people will, some invariably somebody's going to raise their hand and they'll say, hey, uh, Gary, is the is the why God-given or is it environmental? Mm, that's a good question. And so think about 
that from two perspectives. Well, well, first of all, think about being the person on the stage that no matter what I answer, half of the audience is going to be upset. Right. So if I say, oh, it's God given. Well, the other half, half of the audience is going to be upset. Or if I say, oh, no, it's environmental, then the other half's going to be upset. But the point is, it really doesn't matter. So I always answer that by saying, yes. And they'll say, because it, it really doesn't matter. I can't prove it one way or the other. All that really matters is what is your YOS right now? Mm. So that now you can use it. Now you have clarity. What discovering your YOS does for you is it gives you instant clarity as to who are you, why you do what you do, how you could bring that to life and what other people can count on from you so that you can make decisions so that you can move in the direction of your dreams, your passion. That's why it's so critical. So for your audience that's trying to figure out what to do with the next step of their life, this is critical. If what you do is in line with your why, your how, and your what, you will love doing it. You will have unlimited energy for it. If what you choose to do is not in line with your YOS, you could still do it, but you won't love doing it. So if you have the freedom to pick what you want to do, make sure it's in line with your YOS. It'll be so helpful for your team. And I know that that you know, at Sweet Financial, you guys are part of their team. It'll be so helpful for you guys to then help them with their dream and then create the structure to get there. Hmm. You know, Gary, I think there's so much to unpack there. And, and I'm going to give this example too. So, you know, there's a lot of times, and I'll, I'll preface it by saying this, that we are so excited to actually use this tool with clients and with new prospective clients. You know, there's so much clarity that can be added to a person's future and you can skip so much pain and anguish and agony by getting to the core of a person's why, because I, and I would bet you've seen this too. You know, a lot of times when we ask somebody, you know, what's, what's your bigger purpose for the future? What do you want to lean into? It's deer in the headlights. And then you do have some people who can be a little bit resistant to almost uh, uncovering it, to, to getting to that core of who they are as a person and why they operate the way they do. So if you if we have somebody listening in going, well, do I really need to know my why? You know, is that how is that really important? You know, what would you say to anybody that has any sort of skepticism or maybe even fear behind taking that leap and really getting deep into who they are, why they operate the way that they do? I think if you asked anybody, me included, me especially, mm -hmm. when I had to decide what is it you want, what do you want to do with your life? Impossible question for me to answer. That's, that's how I ended up in dentistry. I live my life by default, right? Mm -hmm. So let's go back in all of our lives and to when we were in high school, right? In high school, you've got to figure out, okay, what college do you want to go to? What do you want, well, what do you want to do with your life? I don't know, right? What do you want to, what college do you want to go to or what university do you want to go to? I don't know. How do I pick that? How do I figure out what to major in? Unless you have some lifelong passion, which I didn't at that time, I was really into sports and stuff, but I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just ended up in dental school as a default because my dad was a dentist and I thought I'd give it a shot, mm. but it wasn't this lifelong dream that I always had to be a dentist. 
I went and I enjoyed it and I had fun and I spent 20, well, 30 years in dentistry that maybe I shouldn't have ever even been there. I'm not so sure that that was the best path for me. I'm not so sure that I even thought about it. It's just something I did. And then, and then you get so invested into it that you can't not go there. I mean, you can't, can't not do it. You start accumulating things, right? Kids, spouses, cars, homes, and now you've got to do it. But now when you get to the age that it sounds like most of your audience is, this is the time when you have choices. But sometimes choices are scary. Sometimes you don't want a choice. You want someone to just tell you what to do because you don't know how to make that decision. When you discover your YOS, you will have the clarity to know who you are. See, that's the first step. First step is self-awareness. Who am I? Once I know who I am, it gives you the freedom then to make choices on where you want to go, where you know you're going to live your passion. You know you're going to love doing it. And wouldn't you like to spend the rest of your life doing that thing that you love? Mm -hmm. There's a way to figure that out. It can't, I mean, can we be completely specific on exactly the thing? No, but within your YOS, there are certain things that you already know you kind of like, and you'll be able to pick that one because you know it fits in line with your why, your how, and your what, and you'll love doing it. Mm. And that's why it's so critical, right? Self-awareness. And yeah. without that, it, everything else becomes very challenging with it becomes so much easier. Mm, I, I love that. And I think that self-awareness is, is such an important part. And, you know, when we look at people who have, and, and again, I, I use this term retirement and I think it's Brian and I are trying to come up with some creative word to replace that because it's such a terrible word. It feels like you're being put out to pasture, you know, just kind of laid out to rest, uh, you know, hoping that something pops into your future. But, you know, when I think about the people who have retired, and again, for those listening, I'm putting this in air quotes, retired well, gone into this next chapter well, it's people that have had that self-awareness, that have taken the time to really figure out who they are, what they want, what maybe their greater purpose is. The people who maybe have not retired as well or moved into this next chapter are the people that have just kind of gone into it aimlessly without purpose. And it's so funny, Gary, that you use the analog uh, analogy of the high schooler, the college graduate. I have said that so many times on this podcast in our content that it's the exact same. Any major transition in life you're expected to just know what's next and there's no crystal ball. So being able to have tools like you've created, this tool is, I mean, I can't put a price tag on it because I think that it's so invaluable to somebody's future and to really leaning into what's going to be fulfilling. So all of that being said, I have this question for you. And I think about a lot of who we engage with are, are, are couples, they're married, or they have a long-term significant other. So what happens if you both take this assessment and your, your why, your what, your how are so different, like how you operate is so different. Have you ever seen that be it in a relationship and a marriage, or maybe even a business partnership? I'd be curious about how that works. I would say always, I see that happen. <laughs> so just for your, for your audience, as far as I want to make a distinction because there are quizzes, there are tests, there are assessments, there are surveys, 
And then there's the discovery, which this is. So the difference is, let's say you take a test or a quiz or survey or assessment. There's basically a certain, let's say 10 or 20 or 30 questions that everybody answers. You get a score and then that's who you are. The YOS discovery, there's over 4,000 questions. And so I used logic-based programming. So the next question is based on the answer that you just gave. Nobody takes the same same uh, discovery and it wipes away the questions that you don't want need to answer in order to get to your why, how, and what. So that's why it's a discovery versus a test or a quiz uh, or an assessment because it goes a lot deeper and it uses logic-based programming. And so it's very, very accurate. You'll only have to answer about 10 to 12 questions to discover your why and about 30 questions to discover your YOS. So when you take it, that, that'll be a very big distinction for you to know the accuracy of it. But to your, to your question was, how often do we see people that are so different uh, married or in relationships? And I would say almost all the time. But what's great about it is the when, when you meet somebody, Brittany, let's say for those of you that are watching, if you just looked at me or just looked at Brittany, you would start to notice our hair or our, you know, if you, if I, if you had earrings in that we could see or the way you're dressed or the way you, know, you do, there we go. <laughs> and the way you're sitting or the colors that you have, you start to form a narrative around what you think you see. And that narrative becomes who Brittany is or who Gary is. And then you treat somebody that way. You look at their actions and the decisions and the things that you see and you create that story. But when you know somebody's YOS, it strips away what you think you see and it brings forward what you're actually looking at. And then you understand them from a completely different perspective. You and I are not just irritants for the sake of being irritants. We are just not always satisfied because we know there's something better. But if you don't know that about us, you could create a narrative around what you think you see. If you're working with us or you're married to us like your, your husband, he's probably like, what is up with her, man? She is just never satisfied. I can't seem to do anything right. She always knows there's a better, find something better. Well, that's what you're doing. Now, if his YOS is in like conflict with yours, that can cause some potential problems. But if you know what it is you're looking at, you can have fun with it. You can laugh about it. You can understand it. You can ask people to do, like if, if, you're, if he's looking for a better way, there's nobody better to go to than you because that's how you think. But if he's looking for doing something the same way over and over and over every time and he gives it to you, it'd be like excruciating for you. Yeah. Right. And he's like, well, why don't you just follow what I'm asking you to do? Well, well, I can't do it that way. That's just not how I work. Right. So it creates a completely different level of understanding. Now, if you can have this with your entire team that you work with, not only will you create better communication, better ways to encourage people, better ways to put people in the right seat on the bus so mm -hmm. they love what they're doing. But then you can hire people that way and build your organization that way. And that's when you create an inspired business where everyone loves what they're doing. But it really is fascinating. That's a great question because it helps in so many ways to communicate, connect, build, enjoy, laugh together, understand each other when you know each other's YOS. Mm. 
You know, I I love that. And I love the way that you answered that, Gary, because like for myself personally, uh, if we're going to go into some of my why stuff, I may as well just (laughs) open the curtain wide. Uh, You know, I tend to be an extremely empathetic person and that can be really good and really bad, Uh, really good in the sense that I have a way of of really feeling how people feel and and relating and sensing, uh, but it can also be detrimental to myself because sometimes I take on too much of other people's stuff. But but all that being said, I think it goes to not only that self awareness, but the awareness of the people that you care most about, be it you know spouses, team members, business partners. When you really understand and you take the time to figure out what makes them tick and why they operate the way that they do, there's this whole new level of call it empathy or understanding where you may not agree with how they are. You know, my husband doesn't always love that he finishes one project in the house and I'm already like 10 steps ahead to the next thing, but, but you start to understand. So that's what I think is so beautiful about what you've created is that it's this mechanism to be able to not only understand yourself, but to be able to communicate in ways at a whole new level with people in your life when they start all taking, going through the discovery and really getting to know who they are so that you can in turn know them better. Uh, so I just, I, I wanted to pull that out of there because I think people don't always take enough time to think about why it's important for somebody else and come out of themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we all like self-discovery. We all like to know a little bit more about ourselves. That's why how you're talking about assessments, quizzes, those things are so popular today uh, is because people love to know a little bit more about themselves, but this is a whole new level and a whole new game. Hey, Brittany here. In case you hadn't heard, our latest book, Dream Architecture, is available for the taking. Think about it like this. What is your biggest, wildest dream of what retirement could look like? Not the dream that your friends have or your parents maybe had or your coworkers. Your best dream, the unreasonable one, the one that you might have trouble admitting even to yourself. So that is what the Dream Architecture book is about. Hop on over to dreamarchitecturebook.com so you can start dreaming big today. Yeah, so I love what you're saying. And so there are a lot of great assessments out there. There's Myers-Briggs, Colby, Strength Finders, DISC. I mean, you could go on and on and and they're really, really good and we love them. Those are how you take action, Mm. not why you take action. So when you start from the perspective of your why, That's the first step. Then the next step is how you go about taking action from your why. So if you start with a how, then you kind of go how to how to how. But if you start with your why, then those other assessments will make a lot more sense to you looking at them from the perspective of your why. And Mm so, you know, there's the, there's the golden rule, right? You you know what the golden rule is, right? Let's treat others like, uh, treat others like you want to be treated. Well, what if they don't want to be treated like you want to be treated? Right? Gary, so, you're speaking my language. I Oh my gosh, keep going. <laughs> and so then the platinum rule, are you familiar with the platinum rule, which is treat others the way they want to be treated. And it's a much more powerful uh, rule. You, it, it much better to treat others the way they want to be treated. But how do you do that? If you don't even know who they are, you can guess at it, but you probably are going to use the narrative that you created, which... Most of the time isn't right. It's not accurate. But when you know their YOS, you know exactly how they want to be treated from the perspective of their why, how, and what. But you also know the words and the language that they speak so you can speak to them in that language. 
And I know for you, it has to be better. It has to be clear and it has to be, have an impact for people or else you're not going to want it. Right. Yeah. Amen. And so now I know exactly how to talk to you. And, you know, imagine that you only speak English and I only speak Spanish and we're trying to have a deep, meaningful conversation. How likely is that going to, going to, how likely is it that that's going to happen? It's not. But if I, but if we can speak the same language, if I know your language and you know mine, oh my gosh, what a difference we can make very quickly Mm. get to the essence of how to connect, how to talk how to know what's important to you, how to know what things to add that you're going to love doing. So if I have a project that I want to find a better, clear way to make a bigger impact, well, I'm going to go to Brittany. She's going to love that. And you're going to feel so valued in me asking you that because you're like, well, he definitely knows me. He gets me. And that's what you're looking for. It demystifies so much of the communication when you can look at each other from the perspective of why, how, and what. Mm. There's so much gold in that. And, and Gary, something that I appreciate about you so much is your ability to see the bigger picture and to dream big and to be humble enough to say, yeah, the path that I had, that probably wasn't the best path for me, but here I am. And this is what I've created. And this is the impact I'm bringing to the world now. So for somebody who is obviously a, a, a big thinker, what does dreaming big mean to you personally? Fear, <laughs> because it, it's um, one of my mentors told me. So my vision for the Y Institute is to be the first step that people take when they're trying to figure out who they are. Right. As we talked about a lot of great assessments, but the first step to take is discovering your YOS. My goal is to impact a billion people in the next 15 years. And we are on track to do that. But it's scary. And the first time I said that, Brittany, one of my mentors told me, make your dream and your goal so big that you have no idea how you're going to do it and that it scares you to death because that's when it'll be worth doing. If my goal was to impact 10,000 people this year or 10,000 people total, that wouldn't really excite me that much. I mean, I could do that so simply. And I guess that could be a good goal. But when I say a billion, I remember the first time I said it scared me to death and people looked at me like, what? But now what happens is so many people have stepped forward like yourself, like others that we've met that say, I can help you do that. I can help you get there. I want to be part of this. That excites me. I want to be a part of this. So that's what I would recommend for others that are trying to figure out what to dream, dream something big. Why not? If you only get halfway there, you've gone a long, long ways and you're so excited about it. It's worth getting up every morning to do. Mm. And I walked away from a very successful dental practice. I could have just stayed there and wrote it out. I was only working three days a week, making a lot of money, doing a lot of great for a lot of people. But it wasn't where I needed to spend my time. Discovering your YOS may not make your life easier. They make it make it more challenging, but it'll make it worth it because it'll be in alignment with what you should be doing, where you should be going, where you're going to love what you're doing. That's why I walked away and I said, nope, this is what I have to do. This is why I'm here. 
that's what I've been doing. And it's been so rewarding, scary for sure. I mean, what does a dentist know about bringing the why to the world? Not much, right? I can fix every tooth in your mouth, but trying to bring the why OS to the world, totally out of my comfort zone, totally out of my comfort zone when I started speaking at events, but it's so worth it when you do. And so this will really help your clients, Brittany, to have the clarity, gain the confidence, have the certainty to move in the right direction with speed and with passion. And that's when they're going to be ready to go. And then you guys can help them build the financial structure around making that happen to where they just have the, the two parts of it, right? The passion and the, and the life. I mean, the passion and the, and the financial ability to do that. So it's a great combination we have. I, I, first of all, it's just exciting talking to you about this because you can literally feel your passion behind it, Gary. Uh, You don't have to see you on a screen even. You can hear it in your voice. You can feel the energy. You know, one thing that we've had some people say, and this happens not as frequently today as it may be used to, but people are kind of looking at you know, where they're at in their life, assessing maybe in a little bit of a morbid way, how much time they may or may not have left. And we have heard a few times people say, oh, I'm, I'm too old to start something new. It's too late for me. I'm past that point. What would you say to somebody that, that has that mentality? I think all of us feel that. I don't think that's unique. I've felt that. Like I said, I could have just rode this out. I, I didn't have to do this. I, you know what, uh, Brittany, I had a crazy thing happen to me. And uh, it was a couple of years ago. And I, t- Advil. I went to this big event in Santa Fe, took a couple Advil the next morning because I had a, a bit of a headache. One of the Advil didn't dissolve and it lodged in my GI tract and burnt a hole right where there was an artery. And I started bleeding internally and I didn't know it. And I, um, then I started throwing up blood and blood was kind of coming out everywhere. And I went to the ER and they made me wait so long. I waited 11 hours in the, in the, in the ER. By the time they admitted me, my blood pressure was 60 over 30 and I'd lost half my blood. And what happens when you get blood in your GI tract is it acts like a laxative. So you have to go to the restroom all the time. So I get up to go to the bathroom and I lock the door behind me because I wasn't in a private room and I passed out and hit my head on the sink and ended up on the floor. And luckily I woke up. Uh, and uh, it was blood all over me. And anyways, I pushed the door open. They, uh, next thing I know, I'm in a bed with all my clothes cut off and they had revived me. I had the pads on me and all, just crazy rushed me to surgery. And, and then I was in the ICU for nine days. It was, it was a crazy experience. They, they did a, a cat scan to see if I'd stop bleeding and they blew out my arm and my arm filled up with blood clots and I had blood clots growing into my lungs and bleeding in my GI tract. The doctor comes in and says, if we don't treat the blood clots, you're going to die because they're growing into your lungs. If we treat the blood clot, you're going to die from the bleed because we can't get to it. And I was like, well, what are we going to do? And they're like, I don't know. And which wasn't the answer that I was hoping for. And anyways, a buddy, yeah, just a crazy series of events. So nine days in the ICU. And uh, obviously I survived because I'm here. I had to go to bed one night with an IV of heparin in and hope that I didn't bleed. And I, and I didn't, but it was very scary. And when I got out, I mean, I had never been told I'm going to die, especially from an Advil. But when I got out of the hospital, I remember I sat down with a friend of mine and he said, you know, you've got a second chance. He says, when you get to age 80 or 90 and you look back on your life 
are you going to be glad that you stayed a dentist and helped a few more people? Or are you going to wish that you had taken the YOS to the world? Because you're going to get there. And I said, you know what? I'm going to wish that I had taken the YOS to the world. He says, well, now's your opportunity to go do that. And that's when I left my practice. And I just said, this is what I have to go do. And I have not regretted it for one single day. Has it been easy every day? No. Has it been fun every day? Yes. Have I got unlimited passion and energy for it? Yes. Am I going to make it happen? Yes. But it's a scary thing. So for all of you that are listening, you're going to get to 80, 90 years old. And you're going to look back. And you're going to have to answer that same question. Are you going to be glad that you did nothing and played golf four days a week? Or are you going to wish that you had taken that time and done something that really is meaningful to you? That's what's going to make the difference. And hopefully, you know, the right choice, you'll, you make the right choice for you. I'm not saying what I did was the right choice for everybody. It's just what I did. You have your own right choice. But that's kind of what made me make the the, the choice, Brittany. And um, I'm so glad that I have. Mm. Well, I am so glad that you have too. <laughs> and, you know, again, I think the difference that you are going to continue to make in the world is something that you probably don't even realize at this point, uh, because I think there's just so much opportunity for impact and, and you're going to get to that billion people. I have faith that that's going to happen. So Gary, uh, well, let me say this first. Our audience members probably don't know at this point, at the time of recording, I'm actually going through the certification so that we can actually deliver the Y discovery, the YOS discovery to clients, to prospects, to colleagues, to, you know, anybody that we we see fit to serve. But Gary, if people want to learn more about how they can engage direct with you, um, how they can learn more, where do they go? What do they look at? Where are we sending them? I would go to whyinstitute.com. Just go to whyinstitute.com. There's a lot of free resources for you there. If, you, if you'd if like me to come speak at your event, you can go into speaking and you'll see an ex, you know some samples of uh, events that I spoke at with the, with the speeches there. You can take the YOS discovery there, but if I were you, I would just take it with Brittany because she can then go through that with you and, and really help take that to the next level for you. It is available on the on the website, but I would do it with Brittany to be there to, to work with you because she can then help take that, help you figure out your dream, help build the financial structure around making that possible, making it happen. Because I love what you guys are doing, Brittany. You're not just t- having people blindly pick something and let's go do it. It's like, let's think about this for a minute. Let's figure out who are you Let's figure out where you want to go and we're going to help you get there. So when you get to the end, you're going to be so happy you did that. I love that, Brittany. And and thanks so much for having me today. Well, well, thank you, Gary. And there's one last question that I like to ask all of our guests. It's what haven't I asked you that I should have? That's a great question. I would say I had, what's the best piece of advice maybe somebody's given me? I like it. Let's, let's go with that. I had on my podcast, a guy named Paul Allen and Paul Allen uh, started ancestry.com. And I asked him that question. And as I, as he gave me that advice, I was like, that's really good advice. And what he said was, don't take advice from people that don't think like you do. And when he said that, it kind of threw me off a little bit. 
because I didn't quite understand what it meant. And then as we started talking about it, he said, you know, I can get advice from a lot of people, but if they don't think like I do, it probably, it'll be good advice, but it doesn't mean it'll work for me. And so if I were listening to this and you're somebody who's looking for a better way, you can't find anybody better than Brittany to help advise you because she's all about a better way. So if what you're looking for is a better way, you're in the right, you're in the right place. Cause I'm the same way. I'm my why is better way. So it'll work great for you. But that was really uh, uh, an eye opener for me because if somebody doesn't think like me, yeah, I might logically understand it and say, Hey, that's really good advice, but I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it probably won't work for me unless we think the same. So that was my, that was the best piece of advice that, that he gave me. And now that I use in my life. I love it. That's a great way to wrap Gary. Thank you so much for spending your time here with us today. You are a blessing to anybody that, that knows you. No, thank you, Brittany. Thanks for having me. That wraps up today's episode. We will catch you right back here next time. Be sure to like, and subscribe so that you're the first to know anytime new content drops. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Dream Architect Life podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you heard something that really hit home for you, please share it with those you want to be helpful to. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Sweet Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your retirement planning. 